Welcome to the podcast, Intuition Speaks. You are about to listen to an older episode from when this podcast used to be Intuition by Design. I hope you enjoy these older podcast episodes, but I just want to give you a heads up that at the end of this season, I made a total pivot, which took me about two years to make. So there is a gap in time between this season and the most recent one. I do, however, if you are interested, have a Patreon account that includes human design information and resources so that you can dive deeper and do some self-study. My Patreon account has other resources for you, all about intuition, social media growth and monetization, and the Akashic Records, and a bunch of different exciting topics. If you are interested in that, you can check out the show notes, and I hope you enjoy listening. You are listening to Human by Design Podcast, where every week we will break human design down into digestible bite-sized pieces, helping you to peel back the layers of your conditioning so you can better understand yourself, your friends, and your family. We will examine what it means to be a human as our truest selves. I am your host and soul coach, Tia Marie. Through human design and connecting to intuition, I bring you the tools to help guide you to your innermost truth. Welcome to this week's episode of Human by Design podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here. I have been listening to a bunch of different podcasts to help me get some inspiration to help me kind of really cultivate the kind of voice, the kind of way I speak. And I'm learning that the key is just being true to who I am. I really love writing and it flows so lovely to me, but I don't want to sit here and just read off a bunch of information. And it's sometimes really difficult for me in the moment to talk to a microphone and pull information out of my mind which is very open, and send that energy to my throat, which is also not defined. So I am trying to find a really nice balance in between the two, and I was listening to Manifestation Babe, and I really liked the flow of how she did things. I really like how authentic she is to herself. I really enjoy the honesty that she brings to her podcast. I really liked how she just literally starts recording and is like, I'm sorry, I'm not sorry about how I'm doing this because 
I'm just going to let it flow. She totally just goes with the flow. She doesn't edit things. And I really enjoyed listening to her podcast just because of the energy that comes through her. So my goal for this podcast is to kind of capture my essential energy and let things kind of flow through me, but also have that structure behind it so that I can give you the focused material that we need to work through each week. So that being said, I know last week I talked about doing some meditations for the open centers and helping you decondition. That is something I'm still digging into. So for me, I definitely am not where I'm at the responding stage. I'm at like that gathering of information stage. So there's certain things where I can jump into and I can do things because I respond to that and I respond, yes, okay, I have what I need to start that. And there's other things where I get, eh, like I'm waiting. I need to get more information before it can flow. So I'm still working on that. And as soon as those are up, I will let you know whether it will be on Instagram or on Facebook. So if you're not following me yet, please log into Facebook or Instagram. You can find me at Intuition X Design, and that will lead you to either page, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram. And I'm just so excited to get started, so let us begin. All right, so let's get into it. This week we are talking about manifesting generators. Manifesting generators are generators. They make up 33% of the 70% of people who are generators. So I just want to get into this a little bit and clear the air about manifesting generators. There is a common misconception about manifesting generators out there in the human design world. I want to clear that up because I thought it was true until I did all my deep digging. When Ra received the download of human design, he was told that there are only four energy types. Many people are spreading it as if there are five energy types, as if generators and manifesting generators were something completely different from each other. But like I said, Ra clearly states over and over and over again that generators and manifesting generators are the same thing. A generator is a generator is a generator, he says. While he does acknowledge that manifesting generators exist, they're just simply a subgroup within generators. There seems to be a lot of confusion about how exactly being a manifesting generator works, so I'm hoping to clear this up for you as well. So how do you differentiate in your chart that you are a manifesting generator? You can tell on your body graph if you are a manifesting generator by looking to see if you have a defined sacral center. That's the first step. All generators, whether you're a manifesting generator or a pure generator, you have that defined sacral center. The second sign is if you have a direct connection from your throat chakra to a motor. So the motors, as I mentioned last week, were the heart, sacral, solar plexus, and root centers. In order to be a pure manifesting generator, you have to have the channel 2034, which is the channel of charisma. This is what connects the sacral center directly to the throat. 
So we'll get into a little bit more about that channel, 2034. It is a really important channel to understand, and there is tons of confusion surrounding that when you are a manifesting generator, what exactly it means to have that channel defined. But first, I want to talk about sacral authority. We already talked about the uh aha or the uh uh-uh last week, so I'm not going to go into that this week. Manifesting generators are designed to respond. This is very contrary to a lot of what's going out there these days. I see a lot about, oh, this type of manifesting generator means that you're more manifester than generator so you can manifest, or that you're more generator than manifester. It's not like that at all. The energy of a manifesting generator is definitely different from a generator. However, the aura and authority all work the same as a pure generator. Manifesting generators are here to respond. Just like Ross said, a generator is a generator is a generator. The confusion of being more manifester than generator, I believe, comes from the pure manifesting generator. This only applies if you have the channel of charisma, like I mentioned prior, that 2034, directly linking your throat and sacral centers together. Because of this channel, an individual who is a pure manifesting generator will closely mimic a manifester and have been called pseudo-manifestors. And now there are a lot of people, a lot of manifesting generators who have this channel. You don't have to have this channel to be considered a manifesting generator. However, this is the only channel that links the throat directly to the sacral. So this comes from deep conditioning from the manifestors and and it's really tied to the not-self. Pure manifesting generators cannot access their sacral the same way that other manifesting generators and generators can. The activation of the 2034 literally makes the sacral go silent because it's too busy sending energy to the throat. So that 34 gate is a really active gate. And in the last episode, we talked about how the sacral is a vortex. And the thing that turns that vortex is that gate 34. So this gate is feeding energy into different three different energy centers. So for this gate to send energy out, it doesn't want to respond because it is too busy doing other things. <clears throat> the best way for a pure manifesting generator to access their inner wisdom is through having guidance. So this doesn't mean that you're giving up the keys of control to whoever is guiding you. It doesn't mean that they become your authority. The key is that you're verbally responding to their guidance. And through their guidance and your verbal response, you're able to access this information more readily. So it's through your initial responses, not through what the mind thinks through or some story that you've heard in your past. It has nothing to do with that. It all is the very initial immediate response that you get through whatever guidance they're giving you. And it doesn't mean that their guidance has to be correct. It's just giving you something that you can verbally respond to. So your response is not through the sacral response. It's through verbal response. So unfortunately, your ability to respond is altered in this way. 
However, you can respond correctly once you have the guidance verbally stimulating this in you. So I have had generating coaching sessions with manifesting generators who have this channel. And during the session, this was kind of before I really understood what it means to have this channel. I didn't realize that the sacral is silent. My, uh, client was feeling all that energy of response in her throat. She wasn't feeling it in her sacral. It vibrated up through the sacral into her throat. So this was correct for her. And my response to what she was feeling was just to go with it because that was my sacrals responding like, yes, okay, this is how, uh uh-huh, this is how it's supposed to be. So for you, if you have this channel, it's really important for you to understand that you're more of a verbal responder. So you're still responding, but it's all verbal. All right, so let's get into strategy a little bit. Manifesting generators are multitaskers. This is what you're here to do. You're here to do a lot of things all of the things. And this is why sometimes you don't complete things, why sometimes people think you're flaky because you're doing too many things and then you don't always go back to them. It's really unhealthy for you though to not be kept busy. This is why it seems like you're so capable of doing so many things at once and getting so many things done. Your theme in this lifetime is to be in a hurry and get it done. Everyone else just seems to move so slowly for you and it can make you feel really frustrated, but learning how to have patience with others is really the key. And the other thing I want to note is making sure that you're making lists. You're taking notes and you're making lists and we'll get into that a little bit more why, but that is going to be a helpful strategy for you to kind of stay on task and make sure you're getting all the steps completed. The only way for a manifesting generator to be their authentic self is by learning how to respond. The defined sacral means you are built to respond. So if you have a defined sacral, you are built to respond. You're not here to manifest. This is a problem with manifesting generators who just jump in and don't take their time to do this. Then you have the sacral energy that enters into things correctly. You have a very stable and a very fixed frequency of energy until this stage is complete and then it is time to wait to respond again. So that was that whole cycle that I explained last time where you have that initial stimulation, then you respond, and if it's a yes, you do the work, and then until that stage is complete, you wait and then you start all over again, you respond. And if it's a no, you just go back to waiting and then you respond to what comes up. So if you don't take that time to respond, that's when you are gonna be more likely to manifest. So this is when most generators or pure generators, they get that stuck moment and they have to wait it out. Instead of waiting it out, that's when manifesting generators want to initiate, which will cause them to skip the steps and miss important details. Short term, it kind of feels rewarding and it feels like the solution. However, in the long term, you end up having to go back and fix all your mistakes. I would also like to point out that even though responding is the primary strategy for manifesting generators, just like generators, that there are times when it's appropriate for them to inform. Having the defined motor connection to the throat allows them to use this tool effectively to reduce resistance from others around them. By informing and responding, this stabilizes the energy 
And having to form may feel like a setback for gen, um, manifesting generators. And it feels like it's slowing them down. But in the long run, when you have less resistance from other people's, it will keep things flowing nice and smoothly for you. Uh, a tool for manifesting generators is to really visualize. It's really important for you to visualize what the outcome is that you want and visualize the steps on how it's going to get there and then respond to what comes up after that. So your key to manifesting is visualization and then responding to what comes up based on your visualization and the strategies that you need to employ. So the responding and informing. So let's talk a little bit more about conditioning and the not self. So of all the aura types, manifesting generators are by far the most deeply conditioned. Where pure generators want to be manifestors but can't actually make it happen, manifesting generators have the ability to appear as though they are manifesting. This is only reinforcing the not self. This gives the mind evidence that it is doing exactly what it thinks it should be. For pure manifesting generators, this conditioning is extremely difficult to overcome because the evidence of sacral connection is hard for them to see. The capacity of being able to manifest is what locks the manifesting generator into their conditioning. So this is something that you really have to work to overcome. The mind is so like set on, I can do this. I can initiate. I've done it before. And, you know, maybe things didn't work out perfectly, but I've been able to do it. So this is what keeps you in that conditioning. This is what keeps you from being your best self, from responding. It keeps you in things and contracts that were not appropriately entered into with the right energy. So while frustration is still a theme of the not-self here, manifesting generators have a tendency to bypass this through acting as if they were a manifester. So in addition to getting frustrated, manifesting generators can also feel angry, but not they're not responding like they're, they're supposed to. And this results in more of a rage than an anger. When we live in the not-self world, we can look at humanity as a whole and see the aura represents a single definition, pure emotional manifesting generator. It's easy to understand why this conditioning is so prevalent in so many, as this energy affects us all. We are all busy doing nothing because of this blanket conditioning. So I want to take a second to mention how... When you are living your not self as a manifesting generator, you're going to feel like you think that you're getting so many things initiated and going, but what you're ending up finding is that you're you're having a lot of anger, you're having a lot of frustration and a lot of resistance because you're not entering in these contracts appropriately with this stable sacral energy. So you're busy doing a lot of nothing. And that is something if you like ask yourself, how much am I actually getting effectively done? Or am I just doing a lot of nothing? Am I busy constantly, but I'm not really accomplishing anything? And that's a good indicator as to whether or not you are actually living out your design and in the not self. So 
when I talk about humanity as a whole, the whole aura type, if you look at everything kind of combined together, since everyone on the planet has different gates, they have different, different channels, different circuitry, different uh, centers that are open or closed. When you look at all of that and you combine that all together as one giant aura, what you get is the single defined emotional, pure manifesting generator. If you just combined everything together in one big blanket aura, what, what humanity as a whole would look like would be an emotional, pure manifesting generator. So basically a lot of frustration, a lot of rage, because we're trying to do a lot of things all the time. And this is just all coming from the conditioning of this blanket aura. This has, it's affecting us in our personality, but it's not who we are as individuals. So when we look at that, we can realize like, what am I doing that I'm so busy, but I'm not actually accomplishing anything. And we can look at it and realize like, the strategy as a whole is to to wait and to respond when it is correct to do so. So if you we'll get into emotional authority later on, but um, as a whole, you can kind of understand why that conditioning is so thick and why we are so stuck in the not self. So unfortunately, it's really hard for generators in general to overcome this because the mind is so set on being a manifester, initiating things and just doing it and just getting it done. And when you are a manifesting generator, you have that evidence that you're you're physically capable of initiating things. However, initiating, you miss the whole point. You skip the whole step. So I'd also like to take just a second to reflect on major differences or comparing how a manifesting generator kind of works compared to a pure generator. The main differences in manifesting generators and pure generators is in their process. At first, it would seem as though the manifesting generator has the leg up on generators because of how quickly they tend to advance in mastery of things. Manifesting generators master their first level, and then once they get stuck, instead of waiting to respond like it is correct for them, they switch to manifesting and begin to skip the steps to advance faster. Whereas a generator is always taking things through their process step by step by step. If you were to compare these two processes over a length of time, you would find that because of the fact that a manifesting generator uses their ability to switch over into manifesting, When they get stuck, they miss the important details, which they have to go back and correct. Essentially, over six-month periods of time, both a manifesting generator and a pure generator would be at the same level of mastery. So just even though it seems like they're moving at a faster pace, there's times where it's not appropriate to skip steps depending on what it is you're doing. An example Raw gives is surgery. You don't want to skip steps in surgery. Like there could be very, you know, fatal repercussions to that or in designing machinery, you don't want to skip steps in that because there will be functional issues. So much like pure generators, it's very important to a manifesting generator to use their energy for work appropriately. 
Not responding to the correct things can lead to thyroid issues and many manifesting generators. Manifesting generators benefit from being physically active. And just like pure generators, it's crucial that they wear out their energy every day to enter sleep correctly. So it's really important that we're using our energy correctly. We're doing the right things that make us excited, that make us happy, that are definite yes and not no's because our energy is going to be used appropriately. We're supposed to be going to bed when we are tired. We're not supposed to be going to bed before that. We're not supposed to be waiting until we get our second wind. We're supposed to be going to bed when we empty out our sacral center and we are, are energetically tired. When we do that, our sleep cycles are pretty much perfect. So we should be falling asleep as soon as we go to bed. We should be sleeping soundly through the night. And then when we wake up, we're supposed to be energized and ready to, you know, go and ready to do the work that we're here to do. So we can be a source of excitement and joy in the world when, you know, manifestor generators and generators are following their correct authority and strategy. Or they can be a source of frustration and rage when they get stuck in the not self. So I ask manifesting generators to kind of just take a second, look at your chart. Do you have that channel 2034? Are you responding or are you skipping steps? I'm not saying that you can't skip steps. I'm just saying if you're not responding, you're not doing what you're here meant to be doing. You're not entering into things energetically correctly. Remember, it's important for you to make lists so you're not skipping steps. It's important for you to visualize the outcomes that you want and visualize the steps to the outcome that you want. It's really important for you to inform other people so that you get less resistance in the long run and just to learn overall to have patience with yourself and have patience with others when things are not going as fast as you like it. I believe my dad is a manifesting generator, even though we don't know his exact time of birth. I can just tell you from knowing him that he gets so much done. And sometimes though, he has to go back and fix the things that he got done. He is a jack of like all the things, maybe a semi-master of most of them, but it just amazes me the type of energy that he has. And growing up, I always felt like I fell short of that and like I couldn't measure up to that type of energy. Being a manifesting generator is not for everyone. If you're not a manifesting generator, then you shouldn't be trying to do all the things. Like I mentioned though, that aura that blankets us all of humanity is going to condition us to feel like we're supposed to live up to that, doing all the things, multitasking, being busy. If you're a generator, a pure generator, you're supposed to be doing one thing step by step by step. It is appropriate for you as a manifesting generator to have all the things that you have going at once and it's okay to stop working on projects. It's okay to start things and then let go of things. If it's correct for you to do that, you will respond to it that way. So thank you for tuning in this week. I hope that you learned a lot about being a generator and manifesting generator this week. I hope I cleared up some of the confusion that I've been seeing a lot about being more than a generator, being more of a manifester. There's really no such thing. You have that channel, so it affects your ability to connect to your sacral, but 
you're still a generator. A generator is a generator is a generator. If there's anything I can hone in for you guys today is that message, that you're here to respond no matter whether you're manifesting generator or pure generator. And if you like this episode, I'm getting so excited by getting into all these new details with you guys. I can't wait to get into projectors next week. I have a couple family members who are projectors, so I grew up with them. I am my mental uh, design or my mind design is a projector, so it's really interesting to see all how these things play into my personality. I can't wait to get into that for you guys. So if you like this, please share this episode. Please leave me a comment. Please subscribe. Anything to help get this message out there. I can't wait to bring you more. I want you guys to just really authentically be you. And so until next time, follow your authority and have a blessed day. Thank you for tuning in this week on Human Design Podcast. For more episodes and content like this, please share our message and like us, subscribe, leave a review, or share with your friend. The more that I can get this out there, the more people I can help, and the more content I can bring to you guys. Also, don't forget to check out, I have some awesome coaching services I do soul coaching where I connect you to your intuition, your inner voice. I also do some combination of human design and soul coaching. And for those generators out there, I really enjoy helping you guys connect to your sacral authority to learn what it is you're actually tuning into. So check that out. That's all on my website. You can look at the link in the show notes. And until next week, I'll see you then.